In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Wednesday of the third week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 26th day of January 2022. Dear friends in Christ, let us call together call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is The Power of Collaborative Ministry. The Power of Collaborative Ministry. The first reading today is taken from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy, chapter 1, from verse 1 to verse 8. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 10, from verse 1 to verse 9. Dear children of God, today we celebrate the feast day of Saints Timothy and Titus. Today we honor two close collaborators of St. Paul. It is good to see that Paul did not carry out his ministry alone. Rather, he summoned, he surrounded himself with several cooperators, both men and women. Timothy and Titus are among the most outstanding of these collaborators. They accompanied Paul in some of his missionary journeys, preached the gospel with him, and helped in the establishment and strengthening of several new Christian communities. These are the two young men whose memorial or feast will celebrate today, since Timothy and Titus. Dear children of God, what is the lesson for us today? The lesson for us today is to recognize the strength and the power in collaborative ministry that God called us. He created us as social beings, knowing that we cannot work to actualize anything all by ourselves. He has placed us in relationship with others. And through collaboration, we are able to achieve and do much more than what we can do as individuals. In the first reading today, God speaking, Paul rather speaking to Timothy, writing to Timothy, encourages Timothy to fan into flame the gift he received when he, Paul, laid hands on him. And these gifts are uh, imparted on the, the gift of the Holy Spirit is given to and bring about the facilitation of the work of God through collaboration with one another. Of course, Timothy was a spiritual son to Paul, just as Titus was, and this worked so diligent, worked so diligently with Paul in expanding the reign of God in on earth and bringing about the salvation, the work of salvation of God to the very ends of the earth. Their children of God, we must learn from these young men. Timothy and Titus, in their relationship with Paul, the need for a healthy 
cooperation and collaboration in all that we do, starting from the family life down to our religious life, our social life, our political life, our occupational life, and all of that. In the gospel today, we also saw Jesus sending out 70 to go out in pairs, preaching the good news to everywhere he was to visit. And he gave them power to cast out demons, to heal the sick, and to do miracles. Again, again he warned them against taking things that are not needed for the journey. What is the center of this lesson or of the message of today the need for collaboration if god who became man in jesus christ could see the need of not just working with 12 apostles but in among uh, in addition to these 12 apostles 70 other disciples whom he sent out as his collaborators to continue or to promote his work of salvation on earth how much more we human beings who know little or nothing compared to what Christ knows? How much more we that are so incapacitated, at least not as, as, as equipped as Jesus Christ was? Why can't we learn from Paul and learn from Christ Jesus himself to learn to work in collaboration and in cooperation with others? Why would I, as a father and as the head of the family, simply because I'm the head of the family, feel that I know more than every other person and I don't see reason to take the advice of my wife and the suggestions of my children on board when decisions are to be made? Look at what is happening in our world today. A lot of envy, a lot of rancor, a lot of jealousy, a lot of fighting, a lot of struggle, even among the ministers, supposed ministers of the gospel of Christ. Recently, that was sometime last year, a very popular supposed man of God passed on and there was a whole lot of war, war of words among pastors, general overseers. Some claiming that this late man of God, supposed man of God, was a ritualist, was an occultic, occultic person, was a diabolic person. Others were defending him as a great instrument of God and all of that. Watch what happens today when many um, religious leaders, pastors in Pentecostal churches and um, Protestant churches preach. They preach more, centering some, not all of course, there are so many genuine ones, but many come preaching about what divides and what unites the church. Criticizing the same thing is, host, is true of many preachers in Orthodox churches. Catholics and other denominations in the Orthodox churches. And unfortunately, instead of promoting that which unites the Christian fold, we promote that which divides us. Look, go to the ministries, see how people are being treated. Christians marginalize fellow Christians. They abuse and um, oppress fellow Christians. Come to neighborhoods, you see Christian landlords oppressing and denying Christian tenants of their rights. Many Christians today find it more comfortable working and living and relating with non-Christians, Muslims, and even those who do not profess faith in God. The same thing you find in a business world. You trust your fellow Christian in your business interaction with him or her. He or she dis dis disappoints you and then betrays you. 
come to the family life. The same thing we find. Many Christian homes and families today are divided and in chaos and at war because of lack of cooperation, lack of collaboration, lack of unity. Dear children of God, let us learn from these young men today, Timothy and Titus, in their relationship with Paul, that there is need for unity, there is need for oneness, there is need for collaboration, there is need for cooperation. That is the only way we can bring out the flame of the Spirit of God and the gifts we receive where hands are laid upon us. Paul laid the hands of blessings, the hands of empowerment, the hands of uh, uh, God's divine blessings upon Timothy and Paul. I mean Timothy and Titus. Today what we see, those who are supposedly senior in rank, those who are supposedly leaders, religious leaders, will not want to see the younger ones rise. Political leaders, traditional rulers, business tycoons, many wouldn't want to see their subordinates rise to become greater than them. A businessman will have apprentices under him who are being trained. When it is getting close to the time for settlement, he looks for one thing or the other to accuse him of. Set one tribe or the other to make sure that he is not settled. Dear children of God, this is not Christian. This is alien to our calling as God's people. We must learn to work together. Begin from the family. Begin from your office. Begin from your neighborhood. Begin from your church. Begin from your society. Begin from your group and your organization in the church. Let us stop this fighting among ourselves. Let us learn to work together. Christians are hardly ever able to rule in Nations where there is um, a population of both Christians and other people of people of other religion, simply because the Christian people will hardly unite to work together for the common good of all. They will rather fight one another for their selfish interests. And Jesus recognizing that selfishness and greed will always stand in the way of uniting us. He warned the 70 disciples he sent forth. Do not take anything with you. Live a simple life. Live a, a life of detachment. Live the life of contentment. And he says that wherever you go, whatever is presented to you, accept, eat and drink. In other words, God will take care of your needs. God will always provide for you. When you are contented with what you have and you trust in divine providence, you will not find it difficult to collaborate with others, to, to, to cooperate with others, to work closely in unity and in, in full communion with others. And this is what God is calling on us for today. And when we do that, then we we'll begin to see the manifestation of the power of God that has been placed upon us. At the time, hands were laid upon us in baptism. Miracles begin to happen. Great wonders begin to happen. Because we begin to work as one, one family, speaking one language, praying in one voice. We are given the same spirit at our baptism. By the time hands were laid upon us, we were given the spirit that enables us to cry out, Abba, Father, our timidity today, our lukewarmness, our inferiority today, our oppressed today is as a result of our refusal to work together as one. 
Christians, dear children of God, believers, irrespective of denomination, this is a clarion call for all of us to come together and begin to work as one, promoting the will of God. We are not talking about uniting in evil, in wickedness, in um, um, antagonism, or waywardness. I'm talking about the unity that is granted in Christ, the unity that is founded on God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Trinitarian God who is one yet undivided unity. Let us work together and make the world a better place. When we come together as one, great things will begin to happen. For indeed, there is power in collaborative ministry. May God bless you and may he grant you all your good heart desires even as you begin to work together as one through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.